Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. DJ Lunchbox here, returning to you like I do. I just, I, I, I can't quit you. Just can't do it. This week's a little bit of a mixed bag. We've got uh, returns of some of our favorite guests uh, from the past. We've got Sorgatron, we've got Mad Mike, and we've got Bobby F. J. Town, and they are all here for very different reasons. But before we get into all that, intern Stan, a theme song, if you please. When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. If he's led to a fight and a duel, Thanks, Stan. That was uh, weird. That was real weird. What was that about? What? Come on, man. Captain America from 1966? You're just going to stare at me? He's just... Li- he- Stan. Stan, buddy. Stan. Hey. He's totally zoned out. And his pupils are like two different sizes. That can't be good. Oh, oh, is it mushrooms? Are you on? He's on mushrooms. It's okay. It's all right. No. Finals week. It's finals week. It's okay. It's finals week for uh, for intern Stan. Apparently, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Don't you worry about intern Stan. He'll be a okay, folks. Uh, there's a lot going on on this episode. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of a lot of. A lot of business. Um, first up, we have a uh, an email. That's right. First section, going to do an email. Uh, it is from Mad Mike, and uh, I can't actually find the damn thing. <laughs> My notes are uh, are all over the place, and I apologize. If you'll just bear with me, I do a little Google search up inside my email, uh, and I'll uh, locate the, the email from uh, Mike Rarson. Uh, and I found it. I found it. Uh, here it is. So what we're going to do is let's let's talk about the format of the show before we dig in too deeply here. First things first, we are going to talk about this email uh, where Mad Mike, who lives in the Bronx, I think he still lives in the Bronx. I don't. Maybe that's not right. It doesn't matter. He lives in New York City, uh, and he has readily available access to New York City Comic Con, which he did attend. Um, and then he wrote he wrote an email about it, and we're going to read that email here on the show, and then we are going to talk about that email here on the show. After that, uh, after that, we are going to hear uh, an interview that we recorded with Mike Sorg. That's right, Sorgatron, the man himself, our benevolent overlord. You know him, you love him. He is the uh, head of Sorgatron Media in all of its various endeavors, um, and. Uh, uh, just just a, a great all-around guy, and uh, he saw a live show called uh, Marvel Heroes Live. They were here in Pittsburgh, and he attended, and he's going to give us a little recap of that, uh, which we recorded at lunch. 
you're going to hear a lot of fun background noise. Some are planes and some are people that were there with us. That was uh, uh, Matt and Jen Carlins, who are just uh, just wonderful little gems of people as well. Uh, and it was uh, it was good to see them. It was good to see Sorg. So um, that's what that's about. Thirdly, we are going to hear from Bobby F. J. Town. You know him. You love him. And uh, we're going to tell you about a little endeavor that him and I are, are digging into um, for charity for charity but first up uh let's let's hear from mad mike now here's how this is going to work i'm going to read this email yes and uh i will periodically break off to add my own commentary to it you'll know when it happens or not who cares uh greetings will that's me that's my name uh it is i mad mike your roving reporter hot off the heels of new york comic-con and oh boy What a time I had. Let me start by saying, good job, Mad Mike. I appreciate alliteration in all of its forms. Roving reporter and hot off the heels. That's good stuff, my friend. Thank you very much. Keep up the good work. Costumes were worn. Commissions were bought. Panels were attended. What a time it was. Let me take a second to tell you about costumes. This is Will, uh, not Mad Mike, talking. Uh, I love the wrap-up posts uh, that just talk about the cosplay that happens at uh, at cons and things like that. I'm going to Dragon Con next year and I'm dressing up as a uh, uh, Gizmonics Institute employee. Is it Joel? Maybe. We'll see how much if any weight that I lose by then. Uh will it be Mike? Definitely not. I dyed my hair blonde once and I'm never going to go back to that time again. Um but I'll have a jumpsuit and a patch and maybe uh Tom Servo. Uh, anyway, costumes, way into the costumes. <laughs> uh, commissions were bought. He said commissions were bought. And, uh, I also, I, I want to stress the importance of heading on down artist alley at any con that you go to. I have a lot of friends who that's what they do. They go to cons and they sell their art and it's, uh, it, it means a lot to them not just monetarily, but the fact that you're willing to share in the thing that they love, uh, it, it, it means a lot to them emotionally. So check out the Artist Alley at your nearest convention. Let's get back to the email. I'll break down probably my top four moments from the con this year. I don't know why I'm talking like that for Mike. Number one, went to two different Batman panels. The 30th anniversary of Dark Knight Returns, which had Frank Miller there, and a first look at the next animated movie, Bad Blood. We got to see some panels of DK3, and even heard about the miniseries. Min, min, eh. min. <laughs> the miniseries books. Why can't I say that? Miniseries books. That will be accompanying each issue. The animated feature also look. Looks incredibly fun with Batwing and Batwoman being introduced. Um, I don't know that I've ever read Dark Knight Returns. Was that the first one? I think the first one was just Dark Knight. Either way, I didn't read it. Um, I Maybe I did. Maybe I have a, a vague recollection of, of reading that, but um, nothing's, nothing's springing to mind here. Um, I, I know I read the first one, and um, was Long Halloween... Frank Miller? I feel like it was not. It was not. No, that was somebody else entirely. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Dark Knight 3. It looks very interesting, and, and um, anything that, that you know uh, gets people reading old comics gets me excited. Um, 
the animated Bad Blood Batman movie, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm on board because if there's one thing DC consistently does well, uh, it is animated series. Uh, that's that's what they do. That's good. Um, so I'll be there. I'll watch it. I'm on board. Number two went to the animated TMNT panel and confirmed that not only will be ha- will will we be having a full on crossover episodes with the Turtles of today and the 2D animated ones from our youth, we will also be seeing classic Krang in the white robot suit. Again, I'm on board for this. the The current TMNT comic is excellent, as is the. Um, the uh, Nickelodeon series that is currently uh, currently airing. Now, as far as the crossover, I feel like they did something like this before. Uh, they crossed over with a number of the animated series all in one uh, one episode or a couple of episodes, but I think it was there was licensing issues. Maybe that was the Power Rangers crossover. I don't know, but. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. If it's Ninja Turtles and it's uh, proliferate, making the brand good, I'm on board. Oh, and Krang in a white robot suit. Fantastic. Number three, I went to Marvel's Agents of Primetime panel, where not only did Jeff Loeb and Clark Gregg, including some... Yeah, include... including some good banter about the issue of, quote, mutants in the MCU. Uh, We got some fun stuff from the new season of Agent Carter, which looks like a lot of fun. I actually don't have a lot to say for this entry, uh, except for that um, I need to watch these things. All of them. (laughs) I need to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I need to watch Agent Carter. Um, I understand it got a lot better than from the beginning, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because I tried to watch that first season, and man, did it just put me to sleep um and uh and i haven't watched agent carter because who's got all the time in the world it's uh someone who isn't me so um i need to get caught up on those and uh, soon i got a commission done from rachel stott the artist on the doctor who comic and then i went to go pick up my copy of renew your vows who was sitting next to her but her good buddy dan slot i I told him how much I enjoyed the book. He signed it for me, and we chatted a little bit. He's a really great dude. Um, I I agree. I've heard nothing but good things about Dan Slott. I hear he's a great guy, a huge fan of Spider-Man, obviously, to pull off something like Spider-Verse. And I wonder if Rachel Slott is actually Rachel Slott, and it was a typo, but I don't actually know, and didn't do my research beforehand, so sorry, gang. Um, I saw Mike's, uh, Mike's... Mike's issue with the with the drawing on the front looks absolutely fantastic. Renew Your Vows was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Some real interesting stuff there uh, from the Spider Verse, and I'm curious to see how that's going to carry over to the to the you know new Marvel universe. Uh, I've been reading Invincible Iron Man, and um, Mary Jane has not yet shown her face, uh, but someone else has. Someone unexpected. A lot of masks, now that I think about it. A lot of masks uh, happening in that book. Anyway, go read it. It's real good. Invincible Iron Man. Um, There was clearly so much more that happened at New York City Comic Con, but these were my highlights as I recover from my nerd flu. And that's it. That is Mad Mike's email. Mike, thank you so much for sharing your experience with us. 
I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it, uh, as I could not go to New York Comic Con, but it's uh, it's good to have a reporter on the ground out there, and uh, I hope that you recover from your uh, from your illness as soon as possible. Uh, if you really need assistance with it, uh, I believe Stan has some kind of medicine that he's always trying to give to me. That I just uh, I'm not I'm not interested, Stan. I'm not I'm not in Stan. No, buddy, no. No, no, I appreciate, yes, I know it's rude, but no. Go sit down, go, go in your bathroom. He'll be fine. Uh, folks, that's the first little section. Coming up next, we have that interview with uh, Mike Sorg, and then stick around after that for a word from Bobby F. J. Town. This is the episode of variable recording qualities, uh, and uh, here's another one. Here's a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with more Panel Riot. Please stick around. In or around the Pittsburgh area? Check out Metamorphosis, Pittsburgh's only full-service organic salon, spa, and wellness studio. Haircut? Check. Manny? Check. Petty? Check. Massages, highlights, sauna, and facials? Absolutely. We even offer professional yoga classes daily. Visit us at SpaPGH.com. That's S-P-A-P-G-H.com today. Because when you feel good, you look even better. Hi everybody. Uh, so uh, as I said up top, this is the uh, one of the three segments. I'm here with Sorg, and as you can tell, we are outside. We are in the beautiful city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, right by PNC Park, and um, we're going to talk about Marvel Live. Is it Marvel Live? Marvel Universe Live is the deal. Um, what is it? You it, saw it. What is it? I, 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 what I'm what still even trying, is this? I'm still trying to figure out what this anything, is. Because Marvel a, will put their name on anything. That is true. So what is it? But then they're being more selective. So it keep, is. Keep talking. A, I'm going to take a bite. All right. That looks delicious, by the way. Um, mm. this, is this place a sponsor? Should we mention them? I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah, okay, yeah. we'll work on that. But Marvel Universe Live is a live... Uh, I don't know what the official line is, but it's a stunt spectacular mm-hmm. of sorts. Um, with a lot of technology around it that I was observing, at least. Um, but it's got just about anybody significant in the Marvel Universe. Yes, even some X-Men. Wow. No Fantastic Four, because Marvel hates Fantastic Four, obviously. You know why? Why? Because everyone hates the Fantastic Four. They no, are no, 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 no. They're just really mad. They haven't had the rights, and, and somebody trounced on them. But that's going to change, that's but that's for another podcast. Crappy internet rumor. The Fantastic Four is not interesting. Uh, well, we'll find out how interesting they are in 2020. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, they're classic. You have to. That's not what this show's about. <laughs> we'll have another show about that. Right. It'll be afterwards. After I'm done with my. Why the Fantastic Four are garbage? Ah, <laughs> yo, man, you you should just title a show that, and you'll get so many hate hits. Mm-hmm. You just get the hate hits on your podcast. It'll be yeah. great. But no, okay, back to this. So <laughs> so it's down at Console Arena, and like I said there's a giant like like. And actually, my friend, big props to our friend John Chamberlain, getjagoff.com. He's actually one that invited me. I was his... Don't buzz market on my podcast. Why, why, why? Don't just put things out there. Hey, he gave me the ticket, so I got to give him a shout-out. He didn't give... No, no buzz marketing on the show. Oh, no, you did. It was, so... I'm just kidding. It's fine. Okay. Um, I was his number two pick. The he's, first... he's small enough that I don't mind buzz marketing. He's small enough? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, He's way more Twitters than you and I. Yeah, don't start talking about Facebook on my no podcast. No Facebook? No Facebook. So on the Facebook, Mike Z- Mark Zuckerberg, Mike Zuckerberg, his, his little-known cousin. Um... <laughs> was he one of the villains in the uh, Marvel thing? <laughs> yes, he was. He stole the Cosmic oh. Cube, and it was great. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
was happening? Where was I? Um, no, you know, it's kind of one of those... Um, I say it was a big stunt show. Story's not much. It was just a reason to get everybody together uh, kind of situation. Loki gets the Cosmic Cube and collects it because Thor hit it with his hammer and, and there's specks all over the place. So he collects it and he's going to do some bad stuff with it, pretty much like he did in the movie. And he's got Centauri as his henchmen and everything. And, um, and uh, something happens and there's a fight. And it gets split into three parts of the world. And he kidnaps, because in order to get the, the cube to work, he kidnapped X-Men, Storm, and Cyclops, and, and Wolverine. Yes, they're in this, too. <laughs> We're allowed to use them. Uh, screw you, fucks. Uh, but, uh, and Wolverine escapes, and he wants to go off for his friends. So now you have four things happening. So they go into separate teams, and, and Red Skull's got one part. Uh, all the Spidey villains have another part. And who's the other ones? Um, um, the extremist guy has, has, has another part. Uh, the uh, aim, the aim guys, mm, yeah. and like I say, he's an extremist, and, and, and they, these guys have glowing stuff on them as they're fighting. Uh, it's got Miss Marvel in it, or Mrs. Marvel, Captain Marvel, I guess she is now. Right? Is it is it the big blonde woman? Yeah, big blonde or the, woman. The small. It's Carol Dunfers. Okay, not yeah. That's yeah. that's Captain Marvel. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel the, is the girl. Right. Yeah. The, the um, um, Kamala, Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Yeah. 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 It, is this good? Am I presenting? We have an audience here today. That's true. The, the Carlins are here uh, observing us. Thank you. Our first studio hey, audience. A studio outside audience. Um, yeah. But no, it was great. It, it, so, so you know, they go around the world. And, and as you're going, like, there's a lot of stunts. Uh, you know, my friend John from... From your Jagoff. Oh, oh! I was the second choice, by the way. I want to make make this clear. There's one because we're the only people that didn't have kids with us, um, and we're sitting like fourth row mm-hmm. in the middle of everything. But no, they, he got to go for the media day, and like there's a you know a shield agent, so Nick Fury and and um, what's her face that is Robin from uh, How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> Maria Hill, Maria Hill. <laughs> Thank you. Don't buzz market how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's a you know sequence with that, and there's like these drift cars that they have, and you got to go for a ride in it, and you got to see them kind of try, you know. Good uh, lord. Yeah, it's the drift cars, and they're going around this thing, and he was talking about like, on the technology side, he's talking about like she put her hand on on part of the car, and the spotlight went out. Because there are sensors in the car for the spotlights to follow. Mm. And I started watching the motorcycles. And the motorcycles got to have that too. And then they're doing their stuff. And then fight happens over here. And then their cue stuff again. And again, like, there's this really over-the-top voice track that everybody's really kind of pantomiming to. Just like, I'm pretty sure this is how it is at Disney. I've never been to Disney. But I've seen stuff like this at Disney. Okay, we're getting nods from the studio audience that this is exactly like Disney. Um, they have kids. They've been to Disney. By the way, don't buzz, don't buzz market Disney but on my we, podcast. When you're talking about Marvel so much, aren't you really... <laughs> Buzz marketing Disney yeah. in the long run. Yeah. And by the way, I still need to go look up what buzz marketing means because I'm not sure if you're using it properly. <laughs> I don't care. It's but my show. We'll find out afterwards, and then I'll do a show about it. <laughs> but uh, but no, from there, like I said, there was like this, this crazy. Okay, so they have a big like light screen in the back, and there's parts that open, and there's like a half pipe built into it. So there goes like like Spider Man comes in and bugs Tony Stark, and he's like half piping on that thing, and eventually motorcycles get up there on this. this half-pipe platform that's like you know 20 feet above the ground um there's there's these sets that build in the center uh you know while other stuff is going on and i'm trying you know me i go to wrestling shows and i'm watching the i'm watching the the the, the video monkeys and everybody else the stagehands mm-hmm. like going around like when they have a video on there i'm the one that notices oh they changed the mat or they set up Ms. tv or something over <laughs> there right like i'm like your your misdirection will not fool me sir mm-hmm. They fooled me every damn time. Really? I'm like, something's happening over here. Next thing I know, Spidey's feet are hanging from the bottom of the goblin sled. 
huh. that's floating around. Because like I said, there's these, I was saying before, everybody's repelling off the ceiling because there's a giant hanging platform of sorts, like rigging, where people are up there and they're repelling off, going in, like Loki you know, drops down, Spider-Man drops down. There's a track up there, so so Captain Marvel, Mrs. Captain Marvel, just to be clarified. No, is, you, you still screwed it up. Just, it's the <laughs> it's girl just one. Captain it's Marvel. It's the girl one. Ms. Marvel is someone else it's entirely. A, it, you don't have now, to say Mrs. But Captain the, Marvel. But some people that maybe haven't watched the reason. No, you just made reason. it more confusing by saying Mrs. Captain Marvel. Lady Captain Marvel? Just Captain Marvel. Okay. <laughs> Am I being sexist? Am I being sexist? There is no other Captain Marvel. Know. It's it's there was Captain other, Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel, and Miss Marvel. Come on, man. They're but both anyways, ladies. Anyways, but anyways, you, you look away and you're just like, wow, Spider Man is hanging from his feet off of the Goblin Cock. You don't read Goblin comics. <laughs> oh, there it is too. Um, it helps. <laughs> there's a platform that raises, and then there's a um, there's like a sheet around this this kind of spiraling platform, and Thor's inside there, uh, fighting off Spidey villains, right? Like like Lizard and and Rhino and Doc. Thor's fighting Spidey villains? Yeah, because he's teaming up because he's the one that went off with, with Spider Man. It seems like a mismatch. And then, and then they'll fight for a bit, and then and then uh, Light will come up. And it's the Statue of Liberty face, because he's inside of Statue of Liberty in, in the scheme of things. And Spidey's, like, fighting outside with, with Green uh, Green Goblin. I almost call him Green Arrow. I just watched that this week. I love <laughs> that he's called Green Arrow now. Um, and, uh, and so that complete misdirection. Don't buzz Margaret Green Arrow on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... and, and and like I said, there's the, there's the motorcycle fight between uh, Captain America and, and, and Red Skull, which is like, okay. Also, there was like a show-off point because uh, Bruce Banner uh, goes off with Wolverine because Wolverine's like, screw your plan, I'm going to go help my friends. And because he's Wolverine. That's okay. what he does. All right. um, and, and there's... So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you know, based off of your exuberance and your um, excitement to, you know, describe all this, it was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thought it was good. I mean, it's corny as all hell. Don't get me wrong. Okay, well, but yeah. just like that Disney kind of thing. It's a, it's a stage show it's, for it's, children. It's, it's for kids. There's uh, our friend Dutters was working, and she said, "Yeah, I saw some parents. They were dressed up, and the kids weren't dressed up, <laughs> and stuff like that." Like we were walking out, we saw. I think we saw them because there was like a a, uh, a hefty Captain America and a Black Widow walking out on the other side. You know, and, and I was like, and I was like, "Where's their kid? Oh, they're oh." Okay. I also felt bad for the kid that wore Batman to this thing. Like huh. that's just like the outfit he had. It's just like I don't know that. Okay. He, he didn't get the memo. No, he didn't get the memo. He did. He's just like, oh, comic books, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what? They're you know, I'm sure at that age, I thought that like that was all the same universe too. Like, of course, Batman's going to hang out with Spider-Man. It actually is a comic from the '90s when they did that. Mm-hmm. It was very, very good. Um, but no, it was it was tremendous. I, I think. Again, you're not there for an, an encapsulated story. You're there for the stunts and the spectacle of it. Okay. And for that, I think it fit very well. Now, let me ask uh, you this. Because mm-hmm. you've used that word spectacle before when describing professional wrestling. Now, from a production standpoint... I don't remember when CM Punk caught on fire. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> what? What? So, from a production standpoint, from a videographer standpoint, from someone who's been to a lot of professional wrestling shows... What can wrestling learn from Marvel Superheroes Live? Well, first of all, I, I don't think I think it's two animals in one case because you you mentioned video production side. Uh, this isn't something that was made to play to a camera. Okay. Yes, when you're filming Raw, they're playing to the back of the venue, sure, in a fifteen thousand seat arena. Okay. Or WrestleMania with eighty, you know. 
Um, okay, but what can they learn from them? I understand they're two different things. Right, 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 but right. What could potentially a professional wrestling promotion learn from another from a live event like this? I don't think WWE has much to learn from this. I, I think WWE uh, does all they can production wise, fitting into a TV model. Um, they're doing a lot of the same tricks, to be honest. Like, okay. I, like I mentioned, the misdirection. They have a giant screen that puts you over here while we do a thing over here, you know? It's just, uh, WWE stage is a lot smaller. The scope of what they do, it's a stunt show. Yes. Okay. It's a story and a stunt show. What can they learn? You keep telling me the difference between wrestling and this live event, which I understand. But you compared it to professional wrestling a lot when we started. So what can they learn from something big and massive like this? They need a giant Hulk suit. <laughs> does does Takara have a giant, giant, Hulk giant Hulk suit? They have a dragon, but I think they killed the dragon. Did they kill the dragon? Matt Carlin? Did, did Chikara kill the dragon? dragon, dragon. I have no I idea. Know. He's trying I have to no idea. Too. I don't, don't understand Chikara. I'm trying. Or what was that, the, the kaiju one? Kaiju Big Battle. Kaiju Big mm. Battle, yeah. There you go. Well, they have a mouthful. But no, generally, it's it's similar in the stadium aspect of it, mm-hmm. but it's just the content is different. Okay. So I'm, I'm having trouble kind of so drawing. Nothing. No. Your answer is no. No, no, no. This is a whole other animal. Okay. It absolutely is. What they've done is they've taken what they do so well in a fixed set mm-hmm. in Disney, and they made a traveling set out of it. Okay. They spent a ton of money on this thing. And I said to the point where like they're arriving at some they're arriving at some places, and they can't they have to cancel the shows because they find out that the uh, place can't support the rigging, right? Because okay. it's so massive. Uh, our friend Mad Mike he said that they weren't up, I don't know if it was up in Poughkeepsie or in, in, in New York City in general, but they had to cancel that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's what they were saying it, it, that's been an issue for them. So that's the problem with having the biggest traveling right, show. Yeah. Or did they determine how it's the biggest, Matt Carlin's of? Uh, yeah, I um, I work um, for a television station here in Pittsburgh. Thank you for not marketing. I was marketing. speaking with my coworker <laughs> um, the week of the show, and she offhand offhand remark says, "Yes, the, the Marvel Universe Live is the largest touring live event in the country." And my initial reaction was, "No, it's not," because <laughs> of course I've been to WWE and I've been told by WWE we're the largest traveling we're mm-hmm. bigger than Barnum and Bailey we're bigger than the circuits so mm-hmm. I mean maybe they are it I sounds think, like they might I be. think technically and size wise they are um, their schedule is very similar um, and this is all stuff I graze off of John's interview with them um, but but it, it sounds like like they're every weekend they don't get a break unless the town gets cancelled basically and they have a lot of fill-ins. Like I, I, I'm guessing, like some of the guys that are like the extra AM agents that change their clothes, so they're different, the same people but in different stuff. Like, they're, like I'm sure, like some of them are trained to do the Captain America part. You know, I mean, it's, it's very interesting because like they're choreographed to the point where Stark's up on the stage in his Avenger tower, and he pulls up a video, and you see Black Widow fighting or training uh, some Shield agents, mm-hmm. and it's happening right over here in the corner, right in front of us. And it's mostly matching. Obviously, it's choreographed to the T. Mm-hmm. You know, they know all those movements. And it's a little off. It's enough you can tell that's not an actual video of what's happening up there. But that, that shows kind of the preciseness and that I think goes through the entire thing. I mean, right. all their punches, all their moves have to fit that track. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like lip-syncing a track. You know, my punch was off, and now we just threw the entire thing off, and now we have to pick up because the track is going to keep going. Right, yeah. 
or, even a, or even a rap track. You know, mm-hmm. a rap track doesn't change. You yeah. know, I lost my lyric. I just got to keep going. Yes, we are aware. Yes, yeah, exactly. Interesting. Okay. So, final thoughts. Wrap, um, wrap up. Wrap this up. Encapsulate it for me. Should if, people go see this show? If it comes to your town, especially if you have little kids. Uh, you should definitely go see it. I will warn you because they really Disneyland the front lobby. There's like face painting and pictures, and they have this little. Oh, I didn't even mention they have this little watch thing that lights up when the Iron Man's like, Iron Man's like, I need help, guys. You know, and everybody's watch. The 15, like the like the fireflies. 50, yeah, yeah. Like Bray Wyatt's fireflies. Fifteen dollar watch uh, <laughs> uh, lights up in sync across the arena. And it's pretty cool. It's really cool what they did. I think it would be really cool if you have kids. And um, I don't know if it's worth a 45 ticket if it's just you. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It was like, or just a bunch of guys like Congress. Let's go check this out. I, you know, I, I think it depends on your stage of it. I don't think I would have been happy dropping 45 bucks on this thing, which I think it was like the middle space, to be honest. Um, and, uh, and, and, but they do do, like, we, we were, it was an 11 o'clock Saturday morning show. So it's not like something to go out Saturday night and have to deal with that and everything else happening downtown, you know? So there's several showings. I think like four days stand here in Pittsburgh. It was so really cool. I, I definitely recommend it. All right, hey, Jordan, yeah. thank you for joining us here on the show. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so and much. Being our being our uh, uh, reporter for this thank segment. You. I'm going to go over here in uh, Google Buzz Marketing. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. And uh, keep it up. All right. Keep it up. <laughs> I've been listening, and as a Patreon supporter. Uh, we, we, so you are technically supported by Sorgatron Media financially. That's true. And we th- th- thank you in person, finally, uh, on the show. So thank you very much You're for welcome. your generous contribution. Uh, folks, speaking of contributions, we are going to have a quick word from one of our sponsors, the Petri Wine Family, the family that took time to bring you good wine. We'll be right back with more Panel Riots. Oh, Petri Wine! The Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine, invites you to learn something that you might share with your friends. And that something is a glass of sherry before dinner. Naturally, a glass of Petri California sherry. I say Petri sherry because it's the perfect before dinner wine. You couldn't think of a better way to begin a meal. At Petri sherry has a beautiful inviting color like, like dark amber. And for flavor... Well, you've heard Sherry described many times as having a rich, nut-like flavor. But if you want to learn for the first time what those words rich and nut-like really mean, you just taste Petri Sherry. It's wonderful. Serve Petri Sherry by itself or serve it with hors d'oeuvres or those little cocktail sandwiches. And incidentally, if you prefer your Sherry dry, you know, not sweet, just ask your wine merchant for Petri Pale Dry Sherry. Well, the important thing to remember is if you want sherry, you want Petri sherry, because that means good sherry. Hey, hey, everybody. Our sincere thanks to our sponsor, whichever sponsor's commercial I decided to put in there. Uh, I think it was the Petri Wine family, the family that took time to bring you good wine. Let's say that it was. We are back, and we are talking with uh, Bobby F.J. Town. Bobby F.J. Town. Say hi. Hi, Bobby. Hi, everyone. Hey. Long time no listen to. Or- hey. Not that, not that long. Just a few episodes. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we're we're here we're here for good reason, Bobby. We're here for right. real good reason uh, this week. And uh, but we're going to get to that in a minute. How you been, Bobby? Been good, been good. 
Uh, read any comics? Not as many as I'd like to. How many would you like to? At least five. At least five? Yes, at least five. Which five? Deadpool. Uh, I got to need to uh, keep up on Secret Wars. Okay. Yes, you do. Secret Wars is excellent. Uh, I need to get back into Batman. Yes, okay. Uh, I want... the. Uh, Aren't, didn't they release Groot, like an individual series for Groot? Groot there is a Groot ongoing yeah. series. It's a few issues in now, and it's quite yeah. good. Yeah, I heard that one's good. It is. It is lovely. And I want to know what's going on with all these spider people. Spider people. <laughs> right now, not much, actually, uh, okay. during the Secret Wars, but um, they're, they're going to be launching a lot of, uh, a lot of new Spider-Man books. Isn't there Spider-Man. like a planet? A lot of Spider-Man. <laughs> planet? Sp- no, there's no planet Spider-Man. Oh, okay. There was a Spider-Verse for a little while, but that was a while back. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Brian Fellows impression. Your what? My Brian Fellows impression. Brian that's, Fellows. That's crazy. I don't know who that is. I'm going to level with you. That's from Saturday Night Live, Tracy Morgan. Oh, I should, I've been meaning to watch that episode. But that's not about comics, and that's not really uh, – uh, we're, we're only sort of here to talk about comics with you oh, because okay. – we got something uh, something interesting coming up, you and I. We do. We do. We do. What is it, Bobby? Uh, we are going to a banquet, a fancy banquet, what? that is sponsored by Hungry Man Dinners. What? Did you sign me up for that Hungry Man Dinners banquet? I did. Don't, Without I your told you. approval or knowing. I told you, do not sign me up for banquets. <laughs> no, uh, we are doing <sighs> Extra Life, a 24-hour game-a-thon. 24 hour for children's hospital of uh erie i think st vincent's hospital oh did you sign up for erie i signed yeah, up for Pittsburgh. Yeah. oh you did uh, well it doesn't matter. i did either one i did i did yeah it's i important signed up for erie because children's... pittsburgh has a lot right it's the children's uh miracle network mm-hmm. uh, of hospitals and uh the point is that if you give us money uh is gonna help the kids yeah we're gonna help them kids it's gonna help out the cheering um so uh the way it works is that we're gonna play video games for 24 hours mm-hmm. me and you and a few other people yeah. um is, is it just me and you and jesse on the team right now so far uh i talked to riz he says he's probably going to sign up i talked to sorg he said he's probably going to sign up and maybe like split it between like two days mm-hmm. and i said well if you need me i can do both it doesn't matter as team okay. captain i will take that hit yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Going playing back. video games, for God's sake. Exactly, but it's for a good cause. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. Playing video games is easy, but you know what's not easy? Being entertaining while you're playing yeah, video exactly. games. Yeah. So uh, to that end, we are going to be as entertaining as possible. Yeah. Because my plan is we, we always get out in a in like a, or you, this is my first year doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you joined uh, us last year for the uh, Cards Against Humanity, though. Right, which yeah. was a blast. Which I think we're gonna, hopefully going to do it again. Right, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping to live stream the whole shebang mm-hmm. and uh, uh, be as entertaining as possible while we are playing these video games. Uh, Talk to I'm, us at about hour 22. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be all hop, hopped up on coffee and madness. And um, uh, So far, we've got three people. We've got uh, myself, we've got you, and we've got uh, just... Dvorak, uh, she will be uh, joining us. This is also her first year doing it, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna we're gonna entertain people, and we're gonna. I'm planning on Mystery Science Theater three thousanding a few games. Nice. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna record a podcast. Oh, while wow, you're doing it, 
while I'm doing it. I, I'm not strictly cool. sure about the specifics yet. It might mm-hmm. just be on my phone. You know what um, we should do? Hmm. We should play comic video games while we do the podcast. I think I might do that. I've been I've been sitting on a Deadpool game for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and I could uh, I could bust that out. I played that last year for the extra life and I got lost and I didn't it's, know how to get past something. It's so I, I, I have the same, I had the same problem with it mm. and that's why I quit a damn helicopter level. I it think is. I got stuck. Oh, you, you died in hell. Oh, that was, yeah. that's very early. I yeah. think I was uh, jumping up a metal tornado that cable or Mr. Sinister was in the middle of or something. I don't remember. It's not <laughs> a great game, but it's about comics and that's yeah. what's important. Yeah, that's fair. That's what's important. Might break anyway, the, uh, PS2 Spider-Man game. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Maybe I'll maybe I'll fire up the emulator and see what terrible NES games I can <laughs> I can I, locate. I got a couple. You got a couple? A couple NES games, yes. Nice. I got a I got a Yobo. Yobo? Yeah. What's Yobo? That's French Yobo. French No, it's not a French Yobo. Bobby, what are you talking <laughs> It's a Nintendo. It's a Nintendo that plays like actual cartridges. Oh, oh! Is it the, like is it emulator. one of the ones that does the like NES cartridges and Super NES and all that stuff? Yeah, I got. I just got the one that does an NES one. I had one that didn't SNES and Nintendo, and it kind of didn't work, so I had to take send it back. But I might get another one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, the important thing uh, about we're not just doing this for for fun. We're doing it for charity, and uh, when we say charity, we mean you folks. Yes. We mean you folks. And uh, if you go to uh, bit.ly slash LB extra, L-B-E-X-T-R-A, that will take you to the donation page. You give whatever you can. You speak $24. $24, that's a dollar an hour. That is, uh, uh, that's what, a lunch and a half if you work in downtown Pittsburgh? Yeah. Uh, If that so uh, it, any any little bit that you can give uh, would be absolutely fantastic. It is for a fan is for a really good cause. Uh, mm-hmm. Bit.ly slash lb extra, or you can go to panelriot.com, and uh, the link will absolutely uh, be up there. Or follow. Insert coin to begin. I'm gonna put the link up. It, it'll be up there. Right, that'll be up there. <laughs> or um, either of our Twitter pages. Right. Yes, I am uh, at DJ Lunchbox. You are at Bobby F J. Bobby F. J Town, yep. uh, go and go and give it a once over, Bobby. I'm going to take this opportunity now because it's it's been a busy show. We uh, we mm-hmm. talked to Mike Sorg, of course, mm-hmm. about the uh, Marvel Heroes Live, and we talked to we didn't actually talk to we heard from uh, Mad Mike via email about the New York Comic Con wrap up. Okay. Uh, so I haven't had much time to get into a couple of things that I want to talk about, and I think this is a good opportunity as we still have like seven minutes left of the segment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Specifically, did you see that Star Wars trailer? Oh my gosh, I did. (laughs) I can't wait. But the one thing I wish the internet would stop doing is breaking everything down and guessing what's going to happen. (laughs) I I don't. I don't mind that. No, I don't mind that. When when IO nine does. does a breakdown of like the different shots in the, in the, in the trailer and stuff like that. I love, I love stuff like that. I love the, the speculation and then going back later and being like, well, this was totally off base. Yeah. I'm thrilled to death. It looks fantastic. Um, I, yeah, it does. Do you have any concerns about this star Wars film coming out? A little just based on the last ones, but I trust JJ Abrams because 
as you may know, one of my favorite shows of all time is Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, if he if he does it like Lost, the ending might not be that great. <laughs> he really didn't have much. He he did the pilot of Lost and he created the show. He didn't really have much to do with right. The yeah. Of Lost, but I, I like the ending. His his reboots of the of the Star Trek franchise mm-hmm. those weren't bad. Yeah, they were good. Um, they you know didn't knock my socks off and they didn't give me the warm fuzzies, but mm-hmm. they really weren't uh, the films weren't that bad. Yeah. Um, so I I think it's going to be good. I like the focus on practical effects. Um, mm-hmm. I I like that they are they're definitely playing up the nostalgia, which some say too yeah. much. But I feel like the fact is that we haven't seen much of this movie yet, to be honest. Um, there's hiding a, a lot of stuff. Exactly. For exactly. a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember reading about how the promotional materials, it's all like the first quarter of the movie. Mm-hmm. They have the you know, figures they, and everything? Yeah, they haven't. There's characters that we had they haven't even touched on yet mm-hmm. in scenes and locations and everything so they're marketing this film based off of the first 25% of it mm-hmm. so of course it's going to feel good and familiar and and everything like that and it's going to have a lot of callbacks because that's you know they're trying to get people hooked from the start um i feel like the substance and the the oomph is going to come later yeah can can i just say bb8 makes me happy I love BB-8. He's <laughs> adorable. He's so happy. Yeah. He's a soccer ball that you can't kick because it's a robot. <laughs> or a robot if you're Stanley. Robot. He's a robot. I was very very close to dropping the $30 on the uh, Target exclusive yeah. BB-8 remote control. I don't control have a, a Target around me. But, uh, yeah, but you have a, a car. There's one, yeah, there's one on Altoona. I guess that's kind of closer. But, yeah. But, yeah. Go get that BB-8, Bobby. Need the hundred fifty dollar one, but I can't. Bobby, get, there's a hundred and fifty dollar. Yeah, did you see that one? I didn't. I the, I saw the you know thirty dollar Target one. You know those Spheros, mm-hmm. the robots that are like the the circle. They yeah, made yeah. one that actually moves like BB-8, and you can <laughs> program it, and it runs into things, and it goes like whoa. That's insane. Yeah, I had no idea. Video. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, could I, could I tell you my Back to the Future story? Uh, well, in one second, I have okay. one last question oh, about sorry. Star Wars. Let's have a round of rampant speculation as to why they haven't shown Luke Skywalker. No! <laughs> I don't want to do this. Do it, Bobby. Do it. I don't do think it. he. I don't do think he's. I don't think he's what everybody says he is. Of speculation. What does everybody say that he is? I. Everybody's saying he might be Kylo Ren. Oh, no, he's I not Kylo Ren. I don't think he is, no. No, they've shown Kylo Ren with his yeah. mask off. Yeah, from the back. No, they showed his face. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, there's been, like, uh, character photos Phew. that, um, yeah. But he has the, the robot hand. He's the robot hand touching R2-D2. Yes, that's I think Luke. that's true. Yeah. I think that's true. Because in the first trailer, they play Luke's voice while he touches R2-D2. Mm-hmm, yeah. Inappropriate. Yeah, a lot of robot hands in that universe, though. Yeah, yeah a true. lot of a lot of folks losing. Could be lives. General Grievous. Could be. Oh yeah, yeah. They're bringing <laughs> him back. They're bringing him back. Could be Jar Jar with a metal hand. I don't know that that's true. What I, I really want them to with these new First Order stormtroopers, I want them to be as deadly and accurate as possible. Yeah. Because People won't make fun of them anymore. <laughs> exactly. Because since since like the seventies and eighties, the running gag of stormtroopers were they can't hit anybody. Yeah. 
It's like the fir- the first scene of the movie. They just shoot one of them. <laughs> yeah, one of the main yeah. characters are like, "Oh," and the movie's over. Yep, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Stormtroopers were like the A team mentality of the A team bad guys that couldn't shoot anything. Yep. So yeah. Yep. Can't ever hit a main character. I <laughs> I want them to be like actually crazy deadly. Is that why they've been cross-eyed in, in Spaceballs? Yeah, I think so. I think okay. that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my biggest concern with, with Star Wars is uh, the names, really. The names are dumb. Yeah. Captain Phasma. Tell us your uh, Back to the Future story and do it quickly because we're okay. running out of time. Yesterday, I was excited. I got home. Back to the Future was on TV. Started with three, which, eh, not that great. I mean, three is okay, but it's not my favorite one. Uh, then it went to one, and I really wanted to see two on Back to the Future Day. It was at 10 o'clock. What do you think happened to me at about halfway through the movie? You fell asleep. I fell asleep. <laughs> so I missed the one I wanted to see, and I got all the other ones, but that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Oh, that's your story? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, my Very boring story. My story... My Back to the Future Day story was that I was out and about and I was driving home and it was very late and I rolled up to the stop so, stop sign or stop mm-hmm. light rather. Um, Did needles pull up next to you? No. <laughs> uh, across from me, uh, coming to, uh, in the opposite direction, I see this squat little car and I figure, well, it's mm-hmm. a dumb little sports car. And the only, but it, it's like a silhouette of it because it's backlit and the mm-hmm. only thing I can make out is a little the little decal on the front that says GMC. Hmm. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And then as I was driving by, I looked and it was an actual DeLorean. Oh, wow. Just (laughs) driving, just driving, just going somewhere. Yeah. Was he going 88 miles per hour? He wasn't because he's law abiding and, uh, in a DeLorean. (laughs) That's right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's wow. uh, <laughs> yours was a lot more interesting. You didn't fall asleep. It was super weird. Day. It was very super strange. Yeah, super strange. So, uh, but that's it, Bobby. Thank you so much for joining us. No Anything problem. you want to plug? Uh, just our extra life thing and French oboes. French, French oboes. oboes. That's Yo-bos. right. <laughs> uh, before we close the book on another episode, I have a few things to share with you. First, I would like to encourage you to check out Soul Sworn, the excellent webcomic by Zach Staten. Uh, it has everything you could ever want. Adventure, cursing, violence, inappropriate gestures. It's all there. Check it out at soulsworn.webcomic.ws. Would you like more Panel Riot? Well, more is available. You can find us at our flying base of operations at panelriot.com. From there, you can do all manner of things, including donating to the cause. Become a Patreon supporter of Panel Riot, and you will have my undying gratitude as, a, as well as a few Patreon exclusives. Each and every month, I will review a random comic for your exclusive enjoyment. Just click the link that says Patreon and go from there. This year, uh, this, year this month, uh, I am reviewing the incredible crossover DC comic uh, the one you've all been waiting for, Justice League and Kentucky Fried Chicken. You will join the pantheon of supporters currently helping the show run smoothly with their hard-earned American-style dollars. Our sincere thanks to Meredith Staten, a.k.a. at Mare Bear Doodles, Tony Garza, a.k.a. at The W Revolution, Ed Burke at, <laughs> Ed Burke 
aka at edberg37 and of course the man himself our benevolent overlord at sorgatron at sorgatron yeah uh on a scale of one to ten they are the best you can find us on twitter at panel riot i'm at dj lunchbox and you can also file file follow the wildly popular intern stan at intern stan you can hear us all over the place including stitcher smart radio spreaker and of course itunes uh, if none of those work for you you can head on over to panelriot.com click the link that says most recent episode and from there you will be whisked away to a land of episode descriptions and browser players I hope you enjoy it. If you are an avid iTunes listener, please rate and review the show. It helps more people find the podcast, and you will suddenly own a profitable Steak and Shake franchise if you do. I want to know what you think of the show. Please email us, panelride at gmail.com. Tell me what you're reading, what you like, what you don't like, what your hopes and dreams are for the new Star Wars movie. Thanks for listening, true believers. Until next week, when hopefully I will have thought up a catchphrase. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby and have ourselves some wine. Petri wine. <laughs>